why did the man fall down the well? Well, it's sad because he couldn't see that well. Get it? He couldn't see very well. Welcome to the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. I am Pastor Colt. Today, we continue to work our way through the Gospel of Mark, and we are in chapter 6, and we find ourselves at a pretty famous passage. It is about Jesus walking on the water. We find this story in Mark 6, 45-52, if you want to follow along in your Bible. Now, just think about this for a moment. Before we even get into the story, think about walking on water. I saw a magician once, and he attempted to walk on water. It was very cool. Uh, There was a swimming pool. It was a a large swimming pool. And just to prove that there wasn't something that the guy clear, you know, that the guy was walking on, like glass or something like that that could see through, there were several people in the swimming pool swimming from one side to another. And as these people were swimming across the pool, this guy started to walk across the water. I'll be honest, it was pretty amazing. People were swimming right under him as he was walking. Now, could have he been really walking on the water? No. In fact, I I would say pretty much everybody that was watching knew that he wasn't really walking on the water. They just didn't know how he was doing the trick. In fact, it it would have been great to see how he did it. The, The mystery is fun, but we know it was a trick. I, it's like the, the common magician's trick of sawing a person in half. Obviously, if somebody really cut somebody in half, they couldn't put them back together again and smile and wave like nothing happened. It, it's a trick. And it's obviously a trick, but there's still the question of, how in the world did he do that? That's what makes people keep watching. In our story here in the book of Mark, what we have is more than a magician's trick. The magician gets his glory when the audience can't figure it out, when they're amazed at the trick. Jesus here had a completely different point in doing what he did. Let's just look at the story for a few minutes. We are told in verse 45 that immediately after Jesus fed the 5,000 people, he made the disciples get into a boat and go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, to Bethesda. Jesus then dismisses the crowd, and then he went up on a mountain to pray. We should notice here that Jesus doesn't spend every single moment with the disciples. Sometimes he needs to be alone. And here we learn that the purpose of his wanting to be alone was not just that he was so annoyed by the disciples that he needed alone time. Sometimes we do need to be alone, don't we? But here Jesus wanted to be alone and he wanted to go and and pray. We're not told what he prayed about. The point here is that Jesus prayed. The point is that there was time, he, he just needed to spend some time in prayer. And I would suggest that we too should spend time in prayer. There's always things to talk to God about. Now, evening came, and the boat that the disciples were on out at sea, and Jesus is alone on the land. Jesus says that the disciples were moving in the right direction, but they were moving dreadfully slow because of the wind. The wind was blowing against them. The Bible says that they were making headway painfully. Uh, It was hard to watch, apparently. Now, it's between 3 and 6 in the morning, and they hadn't gotten there yet. So it was an extremely slow go. I I remember once we were driving home in a snowstorm, 
the road was completely covered in snow. It, it was hard to see where the road was. Uh, the, the snow was blowing like crazy. It was coming down. Uh, it was just a painful 20 miles home. And that 20 miles took us over an hour. Jesus, seeing the situation, sets out on the, the, the wa- sets out walking on the water. And the Bible tells us that he meant to pass by them, but they saw him walking on the water and they thought that he was a ghost. So picture the situation. They're in a storm in the middle of the, the Sea of Galilee, this huge lake, and someone or something is walking out in the middle. It, it wasn't a magician's trick. That option was out the window. It wasn't a, we know this is fake, but how did he do it kind of situation. This was something for some, some, this was somebody or someone out there walking in the middle of this huge lake during a windstorm. I agree. It would have been very frightening. I, I do find it interesting that disciples thought it was a ghost. I'm not sure why their minds went to ghost first, but I do agree that it would have been a, a very scary experience. It's interesting that Jesus saw that they were afraid and he didn't just rebuke them and tell them it's stupid to believe in ghosts or something like that. He didn't tell them that they were being ridiculous for being afraid. And he instead, he used the opportunity to tell them to take heart, to not be afraid. And he tells them, it's, it's me, it's is Jesus. At this point, they were amazed, no doubt, that Jesus met them in the middle of the lake on foot. <laughs> That's pretty extraordinary. But then Jesus gets into the boat in the middle of the lake and the wind dies down. Now, we are told that the disciples were utterly, utterly astounded. Now, Mark gives us a, a little reason why they were so uh, astounded at this point. Just listen to what he says at the end of verse 51 and in verse 52. He says, And they were utterly astounded, for they did not understand about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. Okay, so what does that mean? The loaves here must be a reference to Jesus feeding the 5,000 right before this. And there was something here they didn't understand. Now, in the, in the couple minutes that I have left, let me just say two things that I think we need to understand. And that is, first, when the disciples were without Jesus, they were in distress. Uh, this symbolized by the, the windstorm that, they, that, that it was making it nearly impossible for the disciples to get where they wanted to go. Separation from Jesus brings distress. When we're far from Jesus, uh, there's distress that follows. It's only when we see the, the contrast, right? When Jesus gets into the boat that the wind uh, that was causing the distress dies down and they are freed to, to go and get where they are going. Now, I'm not suggesting that life with Jesus is easier and you will not have any problems. That's not my point. My point is that with Jesus, we are able to overcome storms in our lives. Yes, there might be pain. There might be uh, scars that, that come from the things that we go through in life. But we are always confident that Jesus is, is right there, uh, that we will emerge victorious in the end when he is in our boat, so to speak. A, a second thing here is that the disciples are, are quick to forget. They're, they're so quick to forget. And we're like that too, by the way. Um, and if you think we're not, you're wrong. That is why the gospel is so important. We must always remind ourselves of what Christ has done for us. That he took our, our sin, that he took our, our penalty. That when we uh, sin, that, that we're always, we're forgiven in Christ. We're, we're good with him. The disciples had forgotten about the loaves. 
that Jesus is the bread of life, that he is the, the source of, of sustenance, that he is, uh, that he is the, the one that they should come to for life. They had forgotten that he had calmed a storm already, right? That the power of Jesus was clearly on display before them, but they were bewildered at this experience. Do you ever take for granted or forget what Christ has done for you? Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you, your first response isn't to, to pray and to trust the Lord and to ask him to, to guide you or to help you through a situation, even though you know that, that he is there, that he's able to, to walk you through a difficult situation. If you would only trust him and lean on him, you know the facts, but you just forget and you just don't do it. And you find yourselves digging out the paddles and trying to get through the storm on your own. I do that. I need to be reminded that Jesus is always there for me, that he cares enough for me to, to walk me through the difficult times in my life. So uh, join us next time for more of the daily devotional podcast for kids and adults. My name is Pastor Colt, and I am the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelNBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have questions or comments or a joke idea, don't hesitate to uh, reach out to me, have an adult help you. Uh, reach out to me on the website, use the message feature in the episode description uh, to send me a voice note. Adults, if you like the podcast, share it on social media. Uh, give us a good rating in a podcast app, which will help others find us. And I will see you again soon.